Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Life is full of awesome what-ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hi, guys. Hi. This is Goop Yourself, the podcast where we talk about everything goop. I'm Brian Rucker. I'm Agnes Hewitt. I'm heated today. I know. I can't wait to hear about why. Fucking Gwyneth. What did she do? I was going to save this for the newsletter because it made me so mad. She is, if you have been on social media, there was a big post that someone posted that Gwyneth hosted a fundraiser for fucking Rick Caruso for mayor of Los Angeles. Oh, I mean, why are you surprised about that? I know I shouldn't be surprised, but I, I'm just really, I mean, I, again, like, yeah, these people are not our friends. Obviously they have horrible political views and I shouldn't be surprised or shocked or anything. But it's just, it's really, it's really gross. And I feel like, you know, if you're not from LA, you might not know who Rick Caruso is. Uh, you, I'm sure, don't know who Rick Caruso is. But if you are from LA, you know, he, he's like this big real estate developer that has the Grove and the Americana, these two malls in Los Angeles. And he's running for mayor. He's basically like our version of Trump. Yeah. He's like LA's personal Donald Trump. And I mean, I know, you know, I can't hope that like Gwyneth is going to be a socialist or something, no. uh, but, but it's just, he's, a, he's running as a Democrat, right? I mean, well, he's not... the mayor, the mayoral race in Los Angeles is nonpartisan. Um, he, but claim, is he a Democrat? Like, he claims to now be a Democrat, but he's like all these people who's, you know, donated millions of dollars to Republican politicians. And he was a Republican for his whole life. But now that he wants mm. to, you know, uh, run for office in a democratic city he's claiming to be a democrat yeah. but he doesn't i mean not that i like love the democrats uh, either but like he right. has no i can get into i did a lot of research about this okay so well, okay. yeah I'll, i was just uh, gonna quickly in before yeah. I, your research which Sorry. i do want to hear the reason that I, I was asking about that is just because I know Gwyneth is like a Democrat and she she was like a big like Buttigieg fundraiser. Yeah. Person. And so I, it would just be weird if she just like pivoted or if any like major celebrity like pivoted to like a Republican. So that's why I was asking. If he was no. And like he. Again, yeah. Like the you don't have to put your party affiliation on the ballot for mayor. He Rick Caruso claims that he's now a Democrat, but he has a history of of giving a lot of money to Republican candidates okay. um so i guess so this 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 picture that was posted on sarah foster's instagram story sarah foster of course is the daughter of david foster okay okay um so you know she's like a la mover and shaker yeah and she wrote on her instagram story thank you at gwyneth paltrow for hosting an incredible conversation okay. with at rick caruso this city right. needs him as our mayor and we have a picture of gwyneth 
um, laughing uproariously next to disgusting alcoholic faced Rick Caruso. Um, so what, okay. I, okay. So I know that Rick Caruso was running for mayor. <laughs> what is happening to Eric Garcetti and who is a better, who should I vote for instead? And okay. should I vote? So, Cause I might not. So tell me everything. Yeah, I mean, I haven't done a ton of research into the candidates. Uh, so Rick, Rick Caruso, and it seems like he's going to be a major player in this mayoral race because, and this should be a fucking red flag for Gwyneth too, but the LA police union just endorsed Rick Caruso, Rick Caruso for mayor, mm, okay. um, spurning Buscaino, who is the, um, he was, he's a city council person who is also running for mayor and he was a former LAPD officer. So the, Ooh, so they... so the actual police union thinks Rick Caruso will be better for cops than a former cop. So that sort of tells you everything you need to know about Rick fucking Caruso. Okay. Um, Rick Caruso also has a history of giving a lot of money to anti-abortion groups. And you'd think Gwyneth being a progressive pro-choice Democrat that she would think that this is a red flag, but no, because Rick Caruso is her fucking neighbor in Montecito that they're like buddy buddies. Okay. But, um, Rick Caruso has in 2008, he donated $6 million to fund the construction of the USC Caruso Catholic Center, um, which notes on its website, we adhere to the United States Conference of Catholic Bishops, Safe Environment for Children. The Caruso Catholic Center. Yeah. Uh, the group t- dictates stances on several issues, including abortion, stating God loves each human life from the instant of his or her conception and entrusts this gift to the protection of a mother and father. Abortion ends the life of a child and offends God. It also deeply wounds the woman and men involved. Mm, okay. Um, Caruso also championed Republican causes for decades and has given substantial donations to GOP candidates. Sorry, I'm getting all this information from an article that Cerise Castle wrote on uh, LA Knock. Um, he, in 2015, Caruso and his family attended the Republican presidential debate. Um, and his son told the Hollywood reporter, my dad was a big supporter of Reagan back in the day. And we've gone to a couple debates there in the past. Okay. Yeah. He's got like a Reagan knee ever. Like yeah. he, I, I like the Americana just in general has like strong, like for, Reagan energy. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's totally, yeah. Neoconservative. I don't know, or just like straight up conservative architecture, which I mean, I'd like the Americana fine, but I don't think the rest of LA needs to fucking turn into the Americana. And I hate the Grove. I only like the Americana because it's in Glendale. Yeah, yeah. But the Grove Grove is toxic. It is. I do like that the Grove has a diptyque store. Um, Americana doesn't. I don't believe it does. Maybe, I haven't been to the Americana in a while. Maybe it does now. Um, I, the Grove is just too congested. I think that's all it probably is. I think that the Americana is bigger, but I guess I'm getting off. This isn't the point. Yeah. Well, in the Americana, you can, as we all know, you can park for free at the Galleria parking lot. So the, the Grove, you don't really have a choice. But the parking for, at the Grove for is parking. really yeah. bad. Yeah. It just has a more suburban vibe because it is in the suburbs and it's just yeah. a little bit easier to get around and access it. Okay. Anyway, so um, back sorry. to the... In 2004, Caruso donated $100,000 to the Progress for America Voter Fund, which is a super PAC for George W. Bush. Um, In 2007, 
Caruso gave $4,600 to Mitch McConnell's campaign for U.S. Senate. In 2016, Caruso donated a quarter of a million dollars to Republican Ohio Governor John Kasich's presidential super PAC. As Governor Kasich passed a 12-week abortion ban, which penalized doctors who performed the procedure with up to 18 months in prison. Oh, yeah, Kasich. Wait, was that... um... Wait, what year did he do that? 2016. It's when Kasich ran for president against Trump and all the other ghouls. Okay. Um, in 2020, only a month, or in April 2020, only a month into the pandemic, Caruso signed on enthusiastically to be part of a group of Trump donors and business executives to assist Trump in reopening the economy and charting a path forward toward a future of unparalleled American prosperity. Um, so that's sort of all of his history of like anti-abortion antics that he's gotten up to plus the in you know in bed with the police union plus because he is a real estate developer he's like against things like you know rent control and um you know low-income housing and yeah he's just like a horrible person on economic issues on social issues and so, sorry, one, one more thing before I move on, because I'm just so mad about this. Okay. Um, so I just want to like go back to what Goop was posting in, you know, 2020 uh, during sort of the Black Lives Matter movement. Um, they, here, wait, I have it up here. So this is, I mean, two years ago, obviously, but Goop made a point of like, I guess, slightly changing their mission statement to, to, Um, include more diverse voices and in 2020 they had a whole list of places to donate um, for you know protester relief uh, to reappropriate funds from police departments the national police accountability project um, the NAACP legal defense and education fund uh, this organization called survived and punished is a grassroots coalition that advocates for prison abolition. So Goop was talking about this shit. Um, A whole list of organizations that supports Black LGBTQ communities, um, direct support to the families of victims of racial violence, all this shit that they put up when it was politically convenient for them to put it up. And now Gwyneth Paltrow is in bed with a fascist. And then who is the other person? When is this election happening? I guess November is usually when elections happen. And then who else is running? Oh, yeah. So I think the like establishment progressive person that's running is Karen Bass, who's a congressperson right now. Okay. Um, So I, I thought that that would probably be the person that like Gwyneth and all of her Hollywood friends would want to support because she seems to be like, the safest bet she's like a democratic congressperson she's pro-choice she's relatively progressive but she's not like you know a bernie style socialist um but like all the people that i follow on twitter (laughs) want us to vote for this woman named gloria um who's like a psychopath (laughs) her name is gloria Gloria she's one more (laughs) for la let's see what's her name Oh shit, I should have looked this up. But anyway, there's some socialist lady named Gloria that's running for mayor, and that's who everyone should vote for. 
I just um, typed Gloria for Los Angeles. Gloria La Riva. There we go. Is a perennial, perennial political candidate and communist activist with the Party for Socialism. So, you know, who's to say it could shock the world and we could be living in a communist utopia. But that's who I'll be voting for. Good old okay. Gloria. Okay, well... If- Let's see who I guess she win? I guess she runs who? I guess she Wait. like runs every time. And then like who what about Eric Garcetti? Oh, he's the ambassador to India now. So who's the mayor? Literally nobody. I mean Eric Garcetti still technically is mayor, but I think he's like literally living in Mumbai or something. Oh no. So we're we're without a mayor basically. A rudderless ship. Yeah. We gotta get a mayor ASAP. Yeah. Okay, Gloria Lariva, awesome. She went to Brandeis. She's from the Party of Socialism and Liberation. Um, she's born in Albuquerque. She ran against Pelosi, came in third. It's rough. <laughs> I don't know who came in second. Well, Pelosi, maybe Pelosi was first and second. Um, she's a translator. She translated Fidel Castro's book, Cuba at the Crossroads, into English. That's pretty cool. Okay. Well, my mom will definitely be voting for her. <laughs> so will I. <laughs> Um, I think I'll just sit this one out. Sit this one out. <laughs> I really don't give a shit. And um, so we got a cop, I, a a uh, real estate developer, a fucking Pelosi style Democrat, and a cool communist. I mean, I don't know. I just can't anymore. I think Marianne <laughs> needs to jump in the race, honestly. I mean, obviously, Marianne, I would vote for, I would, she's the only person who could wake me up, <laughs> shake me <laughs> up and get me to the polls. I In just felt, 2008, I'm, Gloria LaRiva ran for president and she received 6,821 votes, came in 10th. Something else she has in common with Marianne. Yeah, exactly. Ran for president. Hmm. <laughs> Sounds like a shit show. It absolutely does. So um, we're living in a complete dystopia. Um, wealth inequality is going higher. People are living on the streets without any housing. Gas prices are through the roof. A fucking smoothie at Erwan costs $20 if you tip them. Losing tennis courts to pickle, pickleball courts all the time. There's another thing that's like the Erewhon smoothie. Sorry to drastically no, change. No, sorry. I think I, I'm running out of steam here I'm, with my political I, I just, I don't know. Like, I mean, that sounds horrible. Um, But I, there's this salad now that it's not new, but the Carla Cafe. Have you heard about it? No, what's Carla Cafe? Okay. It's like this fucking salad with tuna on it and it also costs $22 and you have to to get it you have to follow them you have to follow Carla Cafe on Instagram it's a private Instagram so you have to like request that they will let you like in or whatever i did hear about this and yeah did you do it i followed them but i didn't order the fucking sandwich 
Oh, it's a sandwich um, or a salad? Well, I'm looking at it right now. So I think originally they were supposed to just be a fucking sandwich. It's like a tuna sandwich. I mean, it looks really good, but nobody wants to eat a honkin' sandwich because, I sure you know, it's just too much. Yeah. So they also have this salad. Um, and the salad looks, oh, also you have, so you follow them on Instagram, then they post in their stories when they're dropping, meaning that you can buy the salad and then you have to request a time to come pick it up. And then you have to go to a nightclub in the daytime called Bootsy Bellows. And that's where you go and get it. And it's literally a chopped salad with a, like a lot of like pepperoncinis on it. And like the sa- tuna salad that they make, it literally just looks like a salad with tuna on it. I don't know. I, but I mean, of course I kind of want to try it. I don't of know. Of course. Really the, these people it. get us every time with these, the, these pop-ups. I still, there's a Hawaiian pop-up called Mix mm-hmm. Plate LA that shows up every few weeks at um, All Day Baby. I fucking love Hawaiian shit. I do too. And I keep, but I always, because I never check Instagram. So by by the time that I check it, it's always already sold out. So I still have never gotten to have it. I did do the Little Fish pop-up, which that that wine thing that you invited me to for next week is catered by Little Fish. So maybe we'll I be able so to get guess some. Time. Yeah. Um, of course, um, Quarter Sheets, the pizza pop-up in Glendale that was really good. But now they have a brick and mortar in Echo Park, which is too far for me to drive for fucking pizza. I know. I see. I can't go to this thing and pick up a salad. And also like, it literally looks like you could make the salad yourself. I mean, it doesn't look, I mean, maybe the tuna salad on top of it has something special, but it just, it looks like a salad with tuna on it. I'm sure that's exactly what it is. Cause these people that want this shit, they don't want challenging food. They want the same slop that they are used to eating. Yeah. So like all this stuff, I'm sure it's good, but yeah, get a a nice can of like whatever line caught tuna from wild planet or whatever, get -hmm. some good paleo primal kitchen mayonnaise, Yeah, yeah. a little brown mustard, some Rick's picks, pickles, some pepperoncinis, a little red onion. You're good. You're good. And you're fine. And just put it on top of some lettuce and some avocado. Cause yeah. Give yourself Venmo yourself $22. Yeah, put a little red wine vinegar on your fucking butter lettuce and you're done. Um, how is your seed oil journey? Uh, it's good. I feel um, I feel great. I feel like my body has, has been getting rid of toxins. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think I've probably, I don't know if I've lost weight, you know, it's just a construct, obviously. Um, but I feel like I fit into my clothes better. Um, my digestive health is extremely good. I won't go into more details on that. Um, I had, I've been eating what a quote unquote clean completely, you know, getting rid of all of my seed oils. Um, I did go out to dinner with my sister this week at a Oaxacan restaurant. I did not ask them what oils they cooked their food in, Yeah. but I very, I, I had a couple of tortilla chips, but mostly I just stayed away from fried food, had, had moles and corn tortillas. So I can't imagine that that would be that bad. Yeah. Um, 
everything else is good. Yeah. So I'm going to keep going. I really do think, and I'm not saying that seed oils are like the singular cause of all inflammation and weight gain and, you know, bad health outcomes, but I do think that eliminating them or at least drastically reducing them is probably a good, a good plan. Yeah. For me. Sorry. Um, but these seed oil people on Twitter, they're getting crazier and crazier. Okay. What do you mean? There's a lot of, um, it's sort of like they, they frame it. I mean, I guess like a lot of health fads, people frame this as a moral issue. Mm -hmm. um, in order to get people riled up. So they're calling, you know, seed oils are evil and you're, and it's a lot of overlap between sort of like the alt-right edgelord sort of hyper-masculine, you know, like the, you know, phrase like soy boy and soy face and all that stuff, I think comes Mm -hmm. from the same sort of subset of people. So these are people that, you know, eat beef every day. Their vegetables, I don't think that they have a stand against vegetables, but I never see them eat vegetables. They seem to just sort of exist purely on a diet of like beef cooked in butter. Mm. Um, they're That's also, so disgusting. they, they believe that seed oils are actually the cause of skin cancer. So they're really Why? into running around in the sun without sunscreen. So we'll see how that goes for them in 20 years. So they think they can't get any type of cancer because they are yes. not eating seed oils. Yeah. So they're burned to a crisp or they claim that they don't burn because it's actually the seed oils that get in your mitochondria that cause your skin to burn. Okay. So at this point they're insane. They're completely insane. And yet, you know, a broken clock is right twice a day. Mm -hmm. So I do think that seed oils are bad for you, but I think everything that goes along in this sort of anti-seed oil culture is like really reprehensible. Cause I I think I said last week, I did see one of these guys like start posting like racist memes. It's, it, it is, it's like really horrifying actually when you think about these people i mean i think there's like a lot of crossover well because like marjorie taylor green is like a huge like well she's like a crossfit person i bet i bet she's like an anti-seed oil person for sure oh because that's where like the paleo thing like really thrives in those communities there's something about there's just something sort of like weird and like Aryan about the whole culture even like not to blow up Tim Ferriss because I don't know I'm not going to call him like a white supremacist or anything and I'm sure he's not but like our first like diet journey together was Mm. doing the four-hour body and I even remember reading in his book at the time where he was like don't eat fruit because think about it our ancestors didn't eat fruit they were like in the freezing cold, like European, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, well, not all of our ancestors are like European. What are yeah. you talking about? It was like written from this perspective that like, it just, it was weird that he just said that. No, And also totally. it's like, I don't even, I also don't think that that's true that I don't know. I don't know, but no, like, people did, like, people did eat fruit before agriculture. They just ate fruit in season that was growing wild. Like it's not like people didn't eat fruit. They just didn't have oh, no, no, no. fruit I, all year round. Yeah, no, I I think that that was the idea where it's like only eat fruit like in the summer or something. Cause like in the winter, like, you know, our, our ancestors were in the cold where oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Um, it, that might've been what it was, but like also I, 
also don't think that you should necessarily eat the way you imagine that your ancestors ate because you have no fucking idea. First of all, it would also be literally impossible. And, um, science and technology are good and are there to protect you from the perils of nature, which is designed to kill you. So like, why would you try to go back in time? It's stupid. Yeah, no, I not I that. And that's not a, that's not saying that's not a pro seed oil statement. It's just like an anti like pro natural statement. No, I think the seed oil thing, it's like, it's sort of all in tandem with the continuing industrialization and processing of of food and like especially like snack fruit fast food also these guys these anti-seed oil people i think they all probably grew up like eating fast food and and processed food constantly um i mean i'm just sort of guessing but they don't seem like they grew up in sort of like a healthy food environment so they all they were used to eating was this this junk well, there's this really like messed up language of these like health food people. I was just reading it in Melissa Urban's newsletter, which I do get and like read all the time. But she's like talking about quitting. Like, do you want to quit Whole30? Well, like think about it. Like think about that pizza or that glass of wine that you want or that chocolate or whatever. But like, I think the problem with these like super restrictive diets for me has always been, it's never been like, Oh, I want to go binge on an entire pizza right now. It's like, I would like a little bit of goat cheese in my salad or something like that. It's just like, it's like when you are like eliminating these like entire food groups and then you put, you like equate, Oh, well, if you're going to have, um, some cheese in your salad, you might as well just like binge on an entire pizza. It's like what you're saying about like putting that like moral judgment on it, where it's like, I, to me, like food group elimination diets are the most toxic eating pattern of all. And I am obviously an extremely toxic eater (laughs) and I have a lot of really fucked up things that I do, but, um, Like one thing I can never, ever do again, because it's too maddening is cutting out food groups. No, I understand that. And I think you're going to go, you're going to go crazy. You're going to, because like our lives we're you know, relatively like social creatures. I always like to go out to eat. I'm not going to ever say like, oh, I can't go to this restaurant, blah, blah, blah. I guess for me, I was, because I been recently getting into a habit post tennis playing that I sort of equated, Oh, I'm exercising for this many hours a week. And so I deserve the fast food. I deserve the takeout after I play every time. And I think that was like really detrimental to my health. Yeah. And so, um, I'm learning to, and I, I know all this, it's not like even a new skill, but I'm like, Oh, I should cook a big thing. So when I get home from tennis, I have food waiting for me in my fridge and I can just eat that instead of going to, you know, um, cluck and blaze <laughs> Nashville fried chicken constantly. I know. So like, I that's know. the, that's the major change. And then sort of, yes, yeah, swapping out. And again, this might be pseudoscience. I don't know, but for me, it does feel better to like swap out my, you know, vegan A's or whatever for my, um, primal kitchen, which I, I just know. don't like primal kitchen mayonnaise. Oh, it tastes fine to me. I mean, it, I, I just use it for, I don't use a ton of mayonnaise. It's mostly for, um, my, my pasture raised egg salad. Oh, that's nice. 
Yeah. And that's the other thing is like spending a little more money on the, and again, who knows if this is true or not, but I do feel like pasture raised eggs are more nutritious, organic fruits and vegetables, grass fed. I think, you know, grass fed beef. When I do eat beef, I don't eat that much beef, organic chicken, things like that. And if I'm spending a little bit more money on those groceries, it will all even out because I'm not spending you know, $85 a week on cluck and place. Yeah. I mean, it's like that other stuff is really bad is like expensive too. And also like, I, I usually buy that stuff like pastured and whatever, because I think it's like an animal welfare thing. And that could also be complete bullshit. Cause it's like, they're still killing these fucking chickens and I'm eating them. But I just feel like if their lives are like a little bit less horrific, then I like, it's hard for me to eat like eggs that aren't from like pasture raised chickens mm-hmm. and stuff same with I just milk. imagine like the conditions yeah but I feel like I have to eat meat to be healthy like I can't be a vegan I yeah, like yeah, yeah. I my body will deteriorate I mean that's probably not true but it's like, no but it's I mean it's meat meat can be very nutritious you know in a, on a moderate level. And I, yeah, I, like you said, I don't think, I don't think we should be eliminating anything. I mean, and if you have a, a very strong moral stance against, against eating meat, I completely respect you. And oh, I totally. actually think you're a hundred percent right. Oh, it's right. I just, it's like when I'm not eating meat, it's like, I, it just, I don't know. I just feel weird. Yeah. I get it. Um, but I eat like, I, I eat chicken a lot. And I probably eat like half a chicken breast a day. Yeah. And that's like my meat intake and maybe a can of tuna once in a while. Sure. Sure. Yeah. I buy, I usually do one chicken recipe a week and then the rest I'll do, try to do like as vegetarian as possible, do like a, a chili or bean thing. And then like a pasta thing. Yeah. And then, oh, and I do like salmon. I make like this miso salmon all the time. Mm, I know. That's the one thing. I, I mean, my, my husband just doesn't like fish. So if I'm eating fish, I'll have to, I mean, whatever. He doesn't like judge me. Like I could, I could eat as much fish as I want and he wouldn't be put out. He would just have to get his own dinner. But you, yeah, Brian and I like really rarely eat the same, the same food. thing yeah john Unless just doesn't cook out. so like if i didn't cook for him he would just be doing your dominoes your cluck and blazes your taco mm-hmm. trucks literally every night so i don't want i don't want that for him yeah brian is pretty brian is like very like paleo i think in some ways like he often just like makes like steamed vegetables and like fish for himself he makes yeah, that like, constantly but it's just like not the way that i would do it so and I don't do it. I don't know. Yeah. We just on our own journeys. Um, so I ordered a new Thrive Market shipment. What did tell me everything? Nothing much this week. I just, I'm getting a big thing. I decided, in, I started against the collagen peptides and instead just getting a more traditional organic vanilla whey protein powder. Because oh, I do want to start making those prots. Yeah. I thought you said pros were Republican. They are, but I now that I'm like an alt-right anti-seed oil person. Oh, I see. Like, You're a Republican too. Yeah, I'm a Republican. Okay. Uh let's see. So then I got that. I got some chomps, grass-fed beef sticks. Those are very Republican, but also those are good. extremely I know. I'm I mean Thrive Market is extremely Republican. I know. Um, and then 
let's see what else did I get I don't know I didn't get really many that that many groceries this week I'm sort of oh I, I got a re-up on my um, grain-free paleo granola oh that was the other thing I'm really proud of myself for um because I uh went on a road trip last weekend to watch tennis in the desert and I didn't mm-hmm. even get any fast food the whole time I was there I that's just, hard in the car I just ate my paleo granola until I got home that's huge because um, I would probably have gotten Taco Bell or in and out or yeah something. yeah yeah I mean while I was at the tennis thing I did get a burger but it was from you know Cassell's what's that, that? it's like a fancy burger place there's one in Koreatown um I think there's oh one yeah with a C yeah they had a thing at Indian Wells so I got Cassell's Oh, and then I got like a, like a sausage just from the old um, stadium, which I'm sure was not that healthy, but it was as healthy as you could be. Yeah. But yeah, this week I just got the chomps, the granola. Oh, I got some paleo pancake mix. Um, Is it birch and whatever? Yeah. Yeah. The birch one. I have one of theirs. I have had this bag of it in my cabinet for so long that is I haven't disgusting? made. You haven't even tried I've it. I've never made it before. It's pumpkin spice. That's how uh, I, they sent it to me when I had hungry root. Okay. And, um, I haven't made it. I keep thinking like, Oh, I have to make that. But it's like, I don't know. Like what did I put? I don't know. It's just like, I just never do it, but I have these like Lily's white chocolate chips that I keep thinking like, Oh, I should put no. those in. Be sure pumpkin. you're by a toilet. If you eat those. Oh, I eat them all the time. Really? I had to shit my brains out when I ate them. The Lily's chocolate chips? Yeah, Lily's, chips? The, 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 the sugar-free white chocolate chips, because it's full of, like, erythritol or whatever. Yeah, that, that's the one that the keto people like. I think I'm just, like, very well adapted to, like, fake sugar, because okay. I'm, like, I drink so much, like, Diet Coke and stuff. Oh, yeah. I think I can just, I just can process it. Um, yeah, I still have part of a bag of those in my cupboard and i'm afraid to eat them but next time i'm constipated i'll know exactly where to turn exactly i mean honestly i think it's probably all bad i should probably just be eating like normal like real food yeah who i'm into well the thrive market brand chocolate is so good and so rich and i i'm not just saying this to be like whatever but i swear to god i eat like two squares of the 85 percent cacao Mm. And it's so rich and satiating. I don't need any other dessert. Oh yeah. I mean, that'll like really knock you out. Yeah. It's so much chocolate. I I also got some, um, Castel Vertrano olives because there's this, um, New York times recipe I want to make. That's like crispy chicken thighs with like rice and olives or something. It looks really good. That sounds good. Yeah. Um, Um, yeah, that's about it. Oh, I didn't, I didn't make a goop. I forgot to make a goop recipe this week. Oh, well. I haven't cooked anything. I haven't cooked or gone to a grocery store in like weeks. And my thing right now is just trying to eat everything that I have in my house because like, I always have stuff that I just like, I'm like, I don't need to go buy food right now. I have food. I just want other stuff, but I don't need it. So I'm just kind of like, scrounging around my apartment and like but like even fruits and vegetables 
Not really. Well, then mm. I always like, I'm like, oh fuck. And then I like buy a salad for like $20. Oh, sure, <laughs> so yeah. it's like kind of biting me in the ass, but like that's, or like we have fruits and vegetables or like Brian will go to the store and I'll be like, oh, can you get me an apple or whatever? Yeah, yeah. But um, sumos I'm, were on sale at Whole Foods last weekend. So I got yeah, we those. went bonks on sumos, sumos this week around here. Uh, yeah. I'm going to get another, um, what are those blue coconut smoothies from Erewhon tomorrow? You are? Yeah, because I'm playing tennis again in the morning. So it's my, this is, now I'm just fucking replacing one horrible habit from the other. Instead of going to cluck and blaze, I'm going to fucking Erewhon. Well, I mean, it's not horrible. It's better for me. I think. Same price. Same price. It's actually cheaper to get an entire like chicken dinner from cluck and blaze than it is to get a smoothie from marijuana. well i feel like the thing with that smoothie is they make a big deal about how expensive it is they're like isn't this no but great? all the smoothies from marijuana are 17 dollars. yeah marijuana is really overpriced yeah. there's like the, do... there's oh sorry go ahead well i think you could make it yourself that's what i think yeah you know you could you just have to buy that like marie whatever the like well, they sell it at Erewhon, at Erewhon probably yeah. for the price of like one smoothie, buy an entire tub of that blue magic or whatever. And then, you get and then the butter. rest is what, like bananas and protein powder and yeah, almond butter. True. I mean, true. you could just make it and like, I don't know. And I don't even post anything on social media, so I don't even. You're not even excuse. getting the true benefits of yeah. it. attention. No, I'm well, I will get the attention because I'll walk in to my doubles match tomorrow with this pristine blue smoothie and everyone will ooh and ah. Well, that's something. Something. I think I do also think that Blue Magic is sort of a scam because oh, I think for sure it's just like pretty and yeah. like Instagrammable. No, it's like that blue matcha that they sell at my stupid coffee shop. Um, that's not even matcha. It's literally some random flower that's not even related to matcha, but they just call it blue matcha. Because it's just pretty. Because it's pretty, yeah. Um, yeah, I uh, I keep meaning to make a smoothie and then not doing it. I'm just like eating so little these days. Wow. I don't know. Oh. Um, but I, I have the, um, Makuna or whatever, uh, Chocho protein powder. Okay. And I'll like put that into some oatmeal and mix it with blueberries. And that's like my pros, or I'll put that with like a banana and almond milk. Wait, what is chocho? Pro- it's like a vegan protein powder. Uh, Brian, I don't fucking it's know. It's made from it chocho. Yeah. I think I knew about chocho because it's, um, it's like a Caribbean vegetable mm. and I made a Jamaican curry this week, but they said you could, um, substitute zucchini for chocho. So that's what I did. But I'd never even heard of chocho before this week. And now chocho is coming out the wazoo. Oh yeah. Well, Chocho, it's like the, um, they're pushing, they've been pushing it at Erewhon for a while as like a vegan protein powder. And I guess it's like less disgusting than pea protein, which is really vile. Yeah. It's, um, I like the whey protein though. And I feel like if I get an organic one, it's not that bad for me. Whey is good. It's just some people don't want the dairy dairy but i mean whatever so i got this fucking chicha i went in there to get something else and oh you know why i went because i was gonna do a goop cleanse and they had some sort of protein powder that you were supposed to get so i went to air one but then this chocho was on sale so i just got this instead Mm -hmm. 
I mean, for something to go on sale at Erewhon, you're like, you have to look at it twice, I think. Um, no, they're just like really promoting it. It's not like, what do you mean? <laughs> well, I just feel like they don't tend to like discount things unless they're really unpopular at Erewhon. Oh no, it, they, they were, um, they, it's like one of the three protein powders that they'll put in their smoothies that okay. they can make. And it's like, it's, I think um, it's very popular. It's just, I think they were like promoting it really yeah. hard when they first got it. And they still kind of are. Um, but I, I mean, it's fine. It's better. It's definitely better than pea protein. It's like very, it's basically flavorless. Yeah, that's good. Uh, all right. Shall we move on to the newsletters? Uh, I guess. Let's do it. All right. What was your best? My best was the long COVID piece. Mm -hmm. I feel like, you know, they've been circling the drain for a long time and it's and we've been waiting for this for them to just finally like open their arms and embrace long COVID, like fully come out in, in support of the long COVID sufferers. And they finally fucking did. So good for them. They're like, we know people think this is fake, but we don't. And that's it and it's like good it's not fake it probably isn't like no i mean long like again like they don't know long COVID isn't one specific diagnosis but i think it's pretty clear that it's real and it is some sort of immune response to covid um so but this was under hypothesis and emerging research it is emerging, it is emerging. but I mean, what about COVID isn't, I mean, I don't know. Look, I yeah. don't want to get flagged, but I mean, COVID is still relatively new. And this mysterious. is, I mean, this is honestly the greatest thing to happen for the wellness industry. Since In years, I know. Fucking chronic have Lyme. Thing. These people are going to be going there. I mean, cause already there are people who are like self-diagnosing with COVID that don't even have it. That's yeah. also happened. Like. Brian is obsessed with this guy on YouTube who like he and his wife both self-diagnosed with COVID and they were like, we've both had COVID for a solid year. And like, I don't think either of them ever had it. No, it's sort of like uh Brittany Murphy and her husband with the black mold. They're just heroin addicts. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, Did you watch the Brittany Murphy documentary? No, I, I heard it was so bad and exploitative. So I couldn't even bring myself to watch it. Yeah, like I'm not into stuff like that, but somebody was just telling me that they liked it. Yeah, I heard from possibly that very same person, and I don't necessarily trust their judgment. I can't. Any, okay. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> um, this. Oh yeah, so this this was my craziest and my saddest the the long COVID thing. This, I mean, this doctor he does seem like a nice guy, Jason Maley. Um, and it's this isn't any new information necessarily and it's not goop has not yet at least decided that they know what the correct treatments are for long covid or have like things branded to treat you for long covid which you know we can't rule that out in the future um but he's he basically talks about sort of the the range of symptoms um fatigue brain fog shortness of breath uh, the different types of long COVID people that are slowly getting better. And then people that have had it for at least a year that don't seem to be getting better. Um, let's see what else the, 
oh, what do they know so far about what's causing long COVID is really not much. It's just some sort of uh, immune response. It could be either the virus still in your body, or it could be your immune system just thinking that the virus is still in your body. But couldn't it be? I mean, couldn't your immune system think that the virus is still in your body? Yeah, I think that's a, a lot of sort of allergic responses or immune responses are are like that. I have I have really bad allergies, so I do. And my dog has been having this like these like near death autoimmune fucking mm. issues for months. So like, I feel like I understand. I have like a deeper respect for the autoimmune afflicted. Yeah, among yeah. Us. I do think it gets sort of. I don't know. Maybe people think stuff is happening when it isn't, but I also think people are like quick to diagnose others with like hypochondria. Yeah. Um, I'm sure there's some of that, like people are obviously have been like traumatized by COVID. And so there's probably a psychological element to some extent for some people, but I do a hundred percent think that these physical symptoms are real for the majority of people who say that they have long COVID. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, is what long COVID symptoms are most treatable and resolvable. They talk about basically retrain, like it sounds really sucky for like, if you have no smell or taste to basically have this like essential oil therapy where you have to like smell a certain essential oil for months until your body can like recognize the smell again. Uh, sounds awful. Um, yeah, I think that like losing my sense of taste and smell would be just totally maddening. Yeah. It would be really depressing. And then for like the fatigue and the brain fog, they're basically just like, take time off of work, don't do strenuous activities, which is like just not possible for the majority of people. So it's like, yeah. okay, you're just shit out of luck. Yeah. Um, and then how, oh, and then if, so if any of our listeners are experiencing symptoms of long COVID, um, there is a large national study that this guy is involved in called Recover. And there's a link on Goop. Um, so you can join, join the study and find answers. Yeah. Join the guy's study. Do you think that there's going to be another like fucking wave of COVID or is this just like psychos on Twitter being paranoid? No, I think I'm sure there's going to be another one. Why wouldn't there be? I mean like another bad one, like, like one that we will have to like start wearing masks and shit again. Yes, of course. Ugh. Of course this will happen. I mean, they're already trying to get another booster. Yeah, I'm fine. I'm Totally fine with a booster every six months. I just don't want to fucking wear masks. Too, but I'm just saying, like, there, it's not like in the past. Like, I'm going to yeah. get it, but I'm just oh, yeah. saying it's this thing is never ending. And then, didn't I? I know. I mean, I don't know. I've just been hearing about like this, like, European strain that's bad or whatever. Yeah. I, I, there was one that was like a different Omicron that they claimed was new, but then some people were saying, oh, no, it's not new. It's been like going on since the first Omicron. I, I don't know. I can't, I just am so annoyed at people that again, and I'm, I don't want to insult anyone, but that are like just gleeful about continuing to like wear masks and quarantine for the rest of their lives. Yeah. I mean, or, and, is there any, are there people who are still like that out there? Yes. Well, at least on Twitter. I like, like Jen, sorry, Jen Gunter and her poor teenage boys who she's like mm -hmm. forcing apparently in Marin County, the, like the mask mandates went, um, 
went away in school. So she was freaking out. But now she's like, I'm so proud of my boys for still wearing masks in schools. And guess what? 95% of their, their classmates are still wearing masks too. And like, they're keeping everyone safe. And it's like, fuck you. I mean, I don't even know what to say. Whatever. I just feel like, oh God. She posted a full body shot. Ugh, including shoes. Yeah. Great. Those shoes, man. So just some simple black booties today with a cute zipper at the heel. Jesus Christ. One day those kids will rebel against her doing something by doing something. I don't oh know what it's going to be. Oh my God. These pictures, this woman, I just, she's just so extremely not for me. <laughs> so, yes. <laughs> I don't know how else to put it. She's just not for me. No. Uh, yeah, she's not, she's not for any of us. That's why we're doing a podcast called Goop Yourself. And she is our enemy, even though. Now Gwyneth ugh, is my political enemy and she must be destroyed. No, Gwyneth can do whatever she wants. Who cares? Look, it's not ideal, but. <laughs> and she's such a, to, Gwyneth is such a Gwyneth. fair weather friend with these political candidates that she'll probably also do a fundraiser for fucking Karen Bass. And she'll, she'll, she'll just sort of keep her little fingers in as many baskets as she can there's just there's a limit to what we can expect from Gwyneth and it's like we don't need her for our like political yeah like I mean, to be it's a political thing, role model it's one thing to be endorsing someone who's like pro-cop and like pro-business because I just wouldn't expect anything else from you know rich white people but for someone who's so explicitly anti-choice for Gwyneth who has this whole business about like empowering women and like women's health is really fucking shitty. I think. Yeah. Ugh. Anyway, sorry. Um, all right. That was your best. My craziest, my best was, Oh, Goop actually did a real quiz this week of, I took it. Did you take it? Yeah, of, this was my worst. Sorry. Oh no. What's your skincare routine? The results are in. So I liked it, even though the results are, I have like literally eight products for you to buy now. Yeah. Mine, it wasn't, I just thought it was like the results were kind of not that interesting, I guess. Well, it was just like, okay, so it's, they have all these questions about your skin type, you know, what you value in good skin, what you like about your skin, what types of skincare do you usually like all this stuff. And then they, and then they, you know, fart out a, a skincare routine for you. Yeah. Like the skincare routine just felt really generic to me, but yeah. I guess I could be wrong. No, I think it is. Just, so mine, maybe ours were, were, are exactly the same and we'll know that this quiz is a scam. Well, I have dry skin and you have oily skin. If, so we'll so really I, know it's a scam if, if they're the same. Yeah, that's true. So my first one is the number one is Cloudberry exfoliating jelly cleanser. Okay. Mine too. Oh God. 
Number two is Goop Beauty Goop Glow Flower Acids Resurfacing Toner. Yep. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Number three is Goop Glow Hyaluronic Acid Glow Serum. Yes. Oh my God. Number four mm-hmm. is Goop Jeans All-in-One Nourishing Face Cream. Yep. <laughs> Number five is Goop Jeans All-in-One Super Nutrient Face Oil. Mm-hmm. Number six is uh, Goop Beauty Goop Jeans All-in-One Eye Cream. Mm-hmm. Number seven is uh, SPF 30 cellular protecting organicy, organic sunscreen. Oh no, mine's grown alchemist. <gasps> Different. Different. But it's still a sunscreen. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, wonder, that is just what we're coming at. Yeah. I wonder why we have different sunscreens. That's, that's so the only thing that that's we have the only different. thing that's different. And then it says every few days do the microderm uh, exfoliator and once a week do the glycolic acid glow peel. Yeah. Mine too. So literally everything. And then an extra treat is the lip balms. Yeah. So the only difference was the brand of sunscreen for having two completely different skin types. Yeah. So this, okay, this quiz it is a It just felt scam. like that. I was like, yeah, I think everybody's right. getting the same thing. Uh, and you're 100% right. Um, wow. And also I, I don't know. I think, um, I think eye cream is a scam. Yeah, you've always and said that. And I, I have like all of this stuff, but just like different products. I also think expensive cleansers are a scam. Mm-hmm. Anyway, these are just some opinions yeah. of mine. No, I agree. I, the only thing I do sort of, I don't know, the, fir- the, the, the cloudberry exfoliating jelly cleanser and the flower acids toner do seem intriguing to me. What kind of toner is this? I, So I don't, I've never used a toner. So is this because the two toners that you're supposed to get are like AHA or ABA or no, is that right? AHA or ABA? Is that right? I have no idea. Those are the two and, or like a combination and I have the one that is supposed to be good for like making your pores look smaller. Okay. Um, but then I also have one that's like supposed to moisturize, but I use that one at night. And I use the like AHA, ABA one, whatever it is in the morning. Mm. Um, I don't think this says which one it is. But I don't think that this is either because it would say. So this is probably some sort of natural non-chemical one that doesn't. This is like a natural response to that, I guess. But it has all this other shit in it. Because it says without the irritation associated with acid-based toner. So maybe the ones you're talking about are acid-based. Yeah, those are acids, those things in it. So this is flower acids. So it's acids so mild they come from a flower. Well, but it's all, I mean, like it's hyaluronic acid, like acid isn't necessarily bad. No, it just is the, that's literally the definition of whatever the pH is. If it's an under seven pH, it's an acid. Yeah. That's all that that means. No, I don't know. So maybe it's the flower acids versus the harsher acids that you're used to. 
I don't fucking know, but whatever. Anyway, I feel like I have, I can't buy any more toner right now. It's not <laughs> in the cards. <laughs> I have so much fucking toner. Uh, oh man, I need some, I'm going to get some toner. And Do you have one that you recommend. That's not, uh, $45. I've been using, hang on. I can't remember what it's called. I use, I'll tell you in one second. Um, all right. Aggie's shimmying off to the bathroom for a sec to look for a toner so she can tell all of us what type of toner it is and what makes her skin glow. Okay. So it's pharmacy deep sweep, 2% BHA pore cleaning toner with, um, moringa and papaya. All right. And then that's in the morning. And then at night I use, what does this say? It's called, I can't read it. I'm too old, but it's a black rice hyaluronic toner. Okay, cool. Uh, and that concludes this week's episode of Toner Corner. Of Toner. <laughs> All right, um, so this, okay, you were right. I was wrong. This was not the best. This was a complete scam. They're just trying to get us to buy every single product that Goop sells. Yeah. And it's like, how many, I also, to me, like we were talking about how like people make like a brand or something, their entire personality and how like kind of tacky and like pathetic that is, Yeah. which I mean, I guess we sort (laughs) of have been doing a podcast about Goop for many, many years, but, (laughs) but I also think that we are like, have a level head about it. And like, I do use some goop products. Like I like the, those pads. I like the exfoliating, like stuff, whatever. Um, I've used like goop bow body lotion in the past. We both like that goop bow that you put in your water. Like there are some goop products that are good and we yeah, use totally. them and we like them and whatever. But if you go into someone's house and every single product they have is from goop, to me, that's just a red flag. <laughs> like you can't do your own research or you can't, I don't know. It's like if every single thing is from goo and I don't mean to offend anyone, but I really don't think that anyone who's listening has 100% of their stuff is goop brand. No. Cause because even goop a hundred percent of their stuff isn't goop brand. No. I mean, it's slowly getting there. Cause they keep they keep launching new products in every sort of category. So I think at some point, everything that Goop sells will probably be Goop brand, but. And it's not, it's not bad stuff. I just, I feel like you need to shake it up a little bit. Yeah, no, and like. And it's high low. It's all about high low guys. Do your Goop fancy toner and then do your Cetaphil cleanser, which exactly I, my Brian. Cetaphil cleanser for oily skin has literally changed my life. And it was $10 at CVS. I love Cetaphil um, and I love, and I also use Cetaphil lotion yeah. in the day oh, yeah. and I use a really expensive fucking face cream in the night. See, I need to get a, my, my face cream is not, it's like oil of Olay shitty drugstore face cream which is not good um yeah well 
but you know, it's all a journey. It's all a journey. Right. So your worst was this quiz. My worst obviously was fucking Rick Caruso. Oh, Rick Caruso was your worst. Yes, absolutely. I'm so mad. I actually wrote a strongly worded comment to Gwyneth on her Instagram. You did? Yeah, yeah. You, you seem really mad. I, And again, I should not be surprised. It's just like, it's one thing for Gwyneth to, to endorse these like dumb centrist Democrats, like Buttigieg or whatever. But to, again, to endorse someone who's so virulently anti-choice, even though I realize the mayor of LA does not determine whether a woman has, woman has access to abortion or not. But yeah, I don't feel like they're going to make like abortions illegal in LA. No, I really, I don't, I, I'm not worried about that, but it's just the, the idea of, I don't know. It's it, the, her, her whole fucking brand is women's health and it's just sick. I don't like it. Yeah, you're right. Anyway. Okay. My craziest was the, um, the COVID long COVID. What was your craziest or your saddest? My crazy, I guess my saddest was the allergy piece because, well, it was really scary. They were like, you actually can die from allergies. I realized that I haven't been taking my like prescription strength, like Zyrtec or whatever. I like really don't take it very much. And also I was sort of depressed because I thought, okay, great. Like here's something I do have allergies. I have them really bad. And it was just seriously like a piece about like fucking allergies. Like it wasn't interesting. They weren't like, oh, you need to like eat this weird root or like use this weird thing or put something in your house. It was literally just like take antihistamines. And I was like, are you seriously putting this in goop right now? Yeah, we want goop. We need some alternative solutions. That's what I'm looking for. I'm not looking for like, a doctor who's saying just fucking, you know, take medication. Yeah. Take Zyrtec. Oh, thanks. Goop. No, I want a fucking $120 raw honey. And I I would have bought it too, because I have really bad allergies and they did put the fear of God into me where they're like, this will kill you. I, I don't know how my allergies have been completely cured over the past few years. I, it's so weird. I used to have to take Zyrtec every single day of my life. I have to take it every day, but I don't. And it's fucked up. Yeah, because, I mean, I guess there's nothing wrong with taking that every day. I feel like there's certain people, like with anything, like with anti-inflammatories or whatever that are like, or stat, like all the anti-seed oil people are also like so anti-statin. Well, all of these people are anti-statin because they say that they can like cure it with like your diet or whatever. Well, and they claim that cholesterol is actually good for you because they all have well, such high cholesterol. It is good for you, but like there's like the good kind and the bad yeah, kind, yeah. right? No, but I think they are even like, oh, the LDL is good. All right. I mean, I don't think you should listen to these people. I don't think no, they I know what they're really talking should. about. Um, they're also extremely misogynistic. Really? Yeah, one of them posted this thing, this like thing about, oh, if I like ask my friend if he wants to like hang out and he says, oh, I have to ask the wife, I'm just going to like, I mean, it wasn't even a joke. He was just like, well, I guess I should just directly ask your wife then. And everyone was like, no, in our marriage, I make the decisions. Um, like, you know, this is the symptom of the feminization of culture when men have to ask their wife permission to blah, blah, blah. 
then this one wife of one of these guys actually chimed in not on this post but it was really funny because this guy was like oh i've changed all my life or i've changed my entire life by just you know eating clean and like um never having seed oils and and having home-cooked meals you know every day for my whole life and She's like, oh, you should actually mention that it's helpful if you have a partner who does all the grocery shopping, all the cooking, and all the cleaning. So you can oh my God, really? That's funny. That was really funny. <laughs> so yeah. it's a little trouble in paradise with these seed oil couples. Wow. Um, wow. Yeah. I feel like it's a really bad sign for your marriage. If like you develop like an eating disorder together and like both (laughs) become obsessed with like working out four hours a day and like only eating like paleo or not eating seed oils. I just think like one person needs to be going off the deep end and the other one needs to be like holding it down. Yes. Um, so that you don't go to like, that's the whole point of being in a relationship is that like, they're going to like, keep you like relatively tethered to the ground. <laughs> yeah. That's literally the only point. So yeah, you can, um, you don't indulge the, your partner's neuroses. And- yeah. Like they need to sort of keep you in check in all ways. I don't know how good I am at that. I mean, I have a closet in my home that's completely filled ceiling floor to ceiling with board games, but I think like I try to, and they're it's not a harmless mine. addiction harmless not harmless to me (laughs) it takes up space (laughs) um but I think other than that yeah I think I do a pretty we do a pretty good job yeah yeah uh all right that was great okay what would you try I just wrote salad and I also (laughs) wrote that for my thing I would buy I'm I eat so much salad these days I'm ordering all of it um from and I like am I have been obsessively going on TikTok and just typing salad and just seeing what pops up I have like a long playlist of like saved TikToks of like salads there's so many salads out there Uh, yeah there's as many salads in the world as there are grains of sand on the beach and I just like I just fucking love it, you know? And there was like, and Goop had this like chopped salad piece. Yes. And they weren't, I mean, I don't know. Were they special? Not really. They were just sort of like, they weren't anything really to write home about. But like, I just, I feel like, look, salad is a popular food and it's obviously popular among like the goop informed, but I feel like salad is coming into its own or salad is like, I just feel like we're having a salad moment. And I know that may may seem silly because like, when are we not? But I just feel like salad is extra salady right now. Okay. I think I've been so consumed with my paleo social media feed that I haven't seen a picture of a salad in weeks. Well, don't they eat salad? No, they, I, they really, cause it's all based in this insecurity about their own masculinity. So they don't ever say, Oh, don't eat vegetables. But when they're, when I see the meals that they cook, I never see a vegetable on the plate unless it's like an onion that's cooked with the fucking steak. Well, there's, I know that's why I've never liked that food because yeah. it's like, it's always so hyper-masculine 
And it's like always like, it's like that. I feel like women don't want to eat that. No. And men, I mean, I don't want to eat like that either. I don't, who does except for these guys. But there's one that's like salmon. It's called my Ivy salad. That's on TikTok. No, this is on Goop. Oh, it's okay. A large avocado, zucchini, scallion, salmon, olive oil, butter, lettuce, whatever. I'm all I'm saying is I'm like I can't stop eating salads and I can't stop thinking about salad. Sounds good. And you don't need a recipe, but I like to think about it. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like salad is one thing that I just never really use a recipe for. I just sort of use whatever is thrown. Oh, this yum. This ivy chopped salad does look really good. Doesn't it look good? Oh, and I just but this is um from an it's adapted from a recipe that's in my father's daughter. Yeah, yeah. Cool, cool. Uh uh with vinegar. Wait, what's the oil? Okay, extra virgin olive oil. Good to know. It's a lot of recipes for this fucking salad or a lot of ingredients. Sure, but it's like you can do what you want with it. Yeah, yeah. It's your salad. I've never been to the Ivy. That was like a 90s Hollywood hotspot, yeah? Oh, yeah, and it's still there. And I think it's still kind of a hotspot. Whenever I drive by it, there's always like a long line of cars at the valet. Um, all right. Well, what I, oh, I would just try. I would actually really like to try Goop Rotisserie, which has launched. We haven't tried it yet. Um, yeah. It's only available for dinner time. Yeah, which is fine. It should only be available for dinner. Yeah, but I couldn't even go on the website and like see what they offer or like what the prices were. We all got a special email about it. Yeah, I got the email, but was that the full menu? I think so. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, this is my thing I would buy. Well, salad is the thing I would buy, but I would also, I guess, buy Cooper's history. Let's see. Um, so they have obviously like the whole and half chickens. They have like a family meal that you get two sides. I love that their chicken sauce is called bird alert, like nerd alert. <laughs> and I guess that's their like GCC version of Sanku's white sauce, garlic sauce, right? Or is it different? I think so, but it looks like it's like red. Oh, interesting. Uh, I think that I like that it looks I like the packaging of it because people are starting to get it. And like the goop influencers are all getting their fucking deliveries. And um, I like how it's all in like, it's all, it's like really nicely packaged, just like all goop stuff is um, in these like little like boxes with like little compartments for the goop food, whatever, for the chicken and everything. The chicken also comes like cut up for you, like pre like quartered. So oh, you don't does? have to like, you don't get like a whole rotisserie chicken. I mean, it's a whole chicken, but they, they cut it up, cut it up. Okay. which is like so nice. Cause who wants to fucking deal with that? Um, you know, the sides look good. The potatoes look good. They do have a salad, a Caesar salad, which is a big deal for them. Mm. You know, so it's exciting. I think we're going to, we, well, we're going to get it at some point. Yeah, no, we'll get uh, maybe next week sometime. It's yeah. harder to, to figure it out for dinner time, but we'll figure it out. Yeah. And I got to come over to your have- place because they only are doing the Valley right now. Yeah. Just in the Valley, you know, 
We but you know what? I'll, I'll, so we don't have to pay for delivery. I'll pick it up and then drive to your house. Oh my God. Right. Thanks. <laughs> so we'll, we'll, plan well it I'm, I never want to go to the Valley goop kitchen ever again. So <laughs> I'm fine if, with it. If you don't want to order delivery, uh, unfortunately you're going to have to do that. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm never happy. returning. Cause then I can it get was... my own goop points if I order it. Yeah, you can get your own goop points. But what when do you even order it? Like you have to order it at 4 p.m. Yeah, because they well, they say it's like a limited. I think they're trying to do like you said earlier about this, like we're dropping this at this time because they're like limited availability every day. It's just trying to create uh um the perception of it being like in high demand. <sighs> Let's see. But the, the only thing on the menu that doesn't look very appetizing to me at all is that whole roasted cauliflower. Yeah, I don't want, I never want that fucking cauliflower. Yeah, it opens at 4 p.m. and you can't order, you can't even look at the menu until, until 4 p.m. That's so annoying. We all have to be by our phones right at 4 and like order. Who, I mean, come on, how popular could this no, be? No, it's not popular at all. I mean, it's only in the Valley. Like what? Everyone in Burbank is trying to get this fucking chicken. I don't think so. Oh, but the Caesar, those fingerling potatoes. I'm excited. I'm excited too. All right. So yeah, next week we'll, we'll pick a day. Okay. Or maybe the next weekend for the Oscars. Are we going to do that? Is that, yes. Is that, that's not this weekend. It's the weekend after this weekend. It's yeah. The weekend. I think it's like the last weekend in March. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's do it for the Oscars. Okay, cool. Perfect. Um, all right. Buy. So you would buy obviously salads, more salad, more, more sa- chicken and salad. And what would I buy? Oh, I just want a new candle guys. Um, I love actually Aggie Agnes, excuse me. I loved the candle that you, uh, gave me a few months ago for Christmas. Oh yeah. And it's almost done now. So I'm like, I need, cause it's sort of, it was sort of like a hippie, like a light patchouli-ish scent. It was really nice. I got it at the like, um, crystal store by my apartment. Okay. Um, it's called, I can't remember what it's called, but it's but right one of the, to... oh, the lady who was doing hello, my ages this week, she's like, a she's like a TV writer or whatever, mm-hmm. but she, was talking about her candles. And then I was listening to this other podcast that they, there's like the specific fireplace candle that they loved. And so I was, I couldn't remember what exactly the brand was, but I know Diptyque has like a fireplace one. So I think I'm, I might want to get a fireplace candle. Um, and I can't do, I'm sorry. I'm completely done with the cheapo candles. It's they're toxic. They're toxic. Yeah. I think Yes, and Jarga has a fireplace one. Oh, oh, that maybe that's what I was thinking of. Yeah, that's I love. Ds and Jarga. I think like, they sell on Amazon, but I'm af- I'm always afraid to buy things on Amazon because they're going to be fake. Are they on Amazon? I would just buy it on their website. Oh, maybe I'll do that. Um, but then if and- Rick Caruso wins the mayoral race, then there'll be goop labs all over the city and there'll probably be a goop lab in the americana and then i could just go there so maybe i will support him true well i didn't realize how good of a friend he is with gwyneth um oh my god they are on fucking amazon yeah i literally thought that this was like this 
cool brand that you could only get like in New York and like had to order it on their website? No, they're on Amazon. But again, these Amazon ones, these third-party sellers, I'm a little, I'm always afraid that it's going to be fake. Well, I think if you do like Prime, then you, but yeah, just just order it on the website then if you think it's going to be yeah. fake. How much are they? They're like 60 bucks? It's not that bad. Yeah, they're 60 bucks. I have their um, soaps. I like their... Um, wild brooklyn lavender Mm. soap hand soap and i also have their jasmine yucatan perfume which is my favorite Ooh, jasmine yucatan but i think i don't know if they make a candle of it they probably do i have it as a perfume but they probably make it as a candle it's really good it's very like jasmine gardenia i'm gonna look up their whole thing yeah and then i also have their um I got when I ordered my soap, they sent me like a car thing, like a a car, like a thing to hang in my car. Oh for, yeah. And it smells so nice. It's a Christmas one, but I'm gonna have to Ooh. get more of those. Cause it's like it's just like a nice thing to have in your car. Like yeah. not like a non-depressing scent. Totally. No, it's not like I have a I've had a Yankee candle. Yeah. And like it looks pretty <laughs> years. Exactly. It like looks cute. Nice. All and right, I, guys. Okay. Yeah. We got to wrap it up. Yeah. Um. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, this is a free one, so everyone can listen. You know, join our Patreon. Blah blah blah. Yeah. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. 
Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.